NFL training camps open this week, and they are chock full of new Big Ten football players. Who will make the cut? Who will have a huge impact? And I will even tell you who I think will be the NFL Rookie of the Year. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, the Big Ten NFL rookies are ready to make their mark. We'll tell you who we think will make the biggest impact around the NFL. And some obvious names in the early rounds, some sleepers in the later rounds that I think will make a big impact on their teams. And I'll predict who the NFL Rookie of the Year will be. Plus, we'll have our Big Ten Network's Big Ten Classics, which we always enjoy. Some great ones coming up this weekend. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Well, let's kind of start in order, go through first round, second round, some of the big names, a lot of Big Ten players going in the early rounds. And then later on, we'll uh, have some surprises for you that you'll want to hang on and listen to some opinions there for sure. And I would love your opinions too on uh, Twitter and on YouTube. But let's get into it. C.J. Stroud, quarterback, out of Ohio State is going to be given every opportunity to succeed with the Houston Texans. They still haven't recovered from the Deshaun Watson debacle. He is an NFL-ready pocket passer, ready to go. And if he should have a great year and be in the running for Rookie of the Year, I think his biggest competition will be his own teammate. Remember, the Texans picked second overall. They took C.J. Stroud, and then they got the third pick in the draft, and they took Will Anderson, the edge rusher out of Alabama. I think he's going to be in the running as well. So those might be a couple of the top guys right there off the bat. Also, Devin Weatherspoon had a great career at Illinois at uh, corner, and now he's with the Seattle Seahawks. Interesting story here with the Seahawks. They took uh, Tyreek Woolen in the fifth round in 2022, but he played his rear end off and now he's a regular guy. I mean, they got a steal in the first, first round. Now you put him with Devin Witherspoon. I think Seattle, they're great on the edges. They're, they're all set at corner on defense and they're loaded at wide receiver on the outsides on uh, offense. So good move by the Seahawks to get him. Also Paris Johnson, Paris Johnson, Jr. Out of Ohio state going to the Arizona Cardinals. Signed his four-year rookie contract on May 11th. He can play either guard or tackle, although I think he ends up at tackle. His job is to protect Kyler Murray whenever Kyler Murray comes back from injury and forever, however long Kyler Murray remains with the organization. You never know with that, but I do think Paris Johnson Jr. will have a very long and successful career playing a tackle for the Arizona Cardinals. Also, some other players that grabbed a lot of attention on the draft, and I think as we look forward to the upcoming NFL season of great impacts on their particular teams. Peter Skaronsky, tackle out of Northwestern, probably just glad to be out of Northwestern, frankly, uh, after everything they've had happen to them in the last week. He's going to go to the Titans. They have a strong running game. He could play either tackle or guard. And I think he's all primed. To, he could have a very, very long and lucrative career as well. Uh, the 13th pick of the draft with the, um, the Green Bay Packers. And they took the first of two 
Iowa linebackers to get drafted in the first round. Lucas Van Ness, he goes first uh, to the Packers. He signed in June. He's good to go. Preston Smith is there. He's 31 years old. We talk about guys that have immediate impact and maybe other guys that have to bide their time. I think Lucas Van Ness probably won't start right away. Going to be kind of a situational, rotational guy, I think, with Preston Smith, and he'll have to work his way into the lineup that way. His teammate, Jack Campbell, linebacker at Iowa, goes to the Detroit Lions 18th, and he signed back in May. Just a specimen at 6'5 and, and 250 pounds. A lot of range, fast. The thing is, though, with him, I don't know if he's going to be a starter. He's, I think he's going to have to work his way into the lineup there. There are uh, other players. That, they're pretty deep at that linebacker spot. But the word was out at minicamps that maybe he wasn't um, as up to speed and ready to go. So he might take a little bit of time. That could all change here in the summer training camps, but that was the word I heard. Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. He was the next Big Ten player to go at number 20. He goes to Seattle. Ohio State continues to produce NFL-caliber wide receivers. Very impressive. They're like a factory. And Seattle, I just told you how you know great they are on the outside with defense and also at wide receiver. Bit of a surprise pick, to be honest with you, because they already had DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Now they got in Jigba. Who are you going to cover? Who are you going to cover? Geno Smith is going to love having all these weapons over there at Seattle. And, and Jigba signed his contract back in May, so he's good to go. Dante Banks goes 24th in the first round, the corner out of Maryland to the New York Giants, signed a four-year, $13 million contract, fully guaranteed, sweet. Uh, that was back in May. It was He was the Giants' number one need. Well, the Giants have two number one needs. They needed help at corner, and they needed help at offensive line. They did address that later. We'll get to that later on. And also, Banks, he's fast, 4-3-8 uh, speed in the 40 at the Combine. I think he'll be a starter day one, be ready to go. They had such a need there with the New York Giants. And the last Big Ten player taken in the first round was Macy Smith, defensive tackle out of Michigan. He goes to the Dallas Cowboys. Smith is pretty big, 6'3", 323 pounds, and the Cowboys got pushed around a little bit on the line. Smith will help that, no doubt about it. So as we look into the second round, Joey Porter, the first player, Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State, the corner, goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers where his dad played. I'm talking about these juniors, Joey Porter Jr. And I remember watching his dad play. It makes me feel old, but nonetheless, very physical player and a, a big, good size corner. Patrick Peterson's 33 years old. Maybe they take a look at the future just a little bit. Also, Sam Laporta, he goes 34th overall. He's a tight end out of Iowa. He goes to the Detroit Lions, a crisp route runner. Uh, interesting story here. It's, I haven't even really figured this out yet, but you know, the lions drafted TJ Hawkinson, a tight end out of Iowa. And then after he was doing really well, they traded him to the Vikings got some draft picks and got some, and, and, and they end up drafting another tight end out of Iowa, Sam Laporta. They think maybe he has even higher upside than TJ Hawkinson, who I thought frankly was pretty good. But uh, we'll see how Laporta does in Detroit. He'll definitely get uh, the ball thrown his way. Joe Tippman is the next Big Ten player picked. He's the center out of Wisconsin. He goes to the New York Jets. I don't think he's going to start 
right away. In fact, they have a 30-year-old Connor McGovern, and I think they, I think they just gave McGovern a new contract, if memory serves me right. So Tittman doesn't have to play right away, but maybe they're looking ahead to the future. You never want to be shorthanded on the offensive line. He goes to the Jets, and you'll get a, big, a lot of chances to see him. As you all know, Hard Knocks is doing the New York Jets this year, and I think their first episode is on August 8th. So you'll get to see Joe Tittman and what it's like for him as a rookie coming in there. Jartavius Martin, the safety out of Illinois, goes to the Washington Commanders, and he could push for the nickel job, the starting nickel job there. They also added Emmanuel Forbes, so they're working on that area of their lineup there in Washington. Keno Benton, a defensive tackle out of Wisconsin. He is going to go to – he goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had nine sacks. He's 6'4", 310 pounds. Steelers are going to love this guy. Absolutely love it. He's, he's just built to be a Steeler coming out of Wisconsin like that. Jaden Reed was the 50th player pick. He's a wide receiver out of Michigan State. He goes to the Packers. You know, it's interesting. The Packers for years, the complaint for Aaron Rodgers was, hey, Packers, you never draft me any talent. Uh, you never use draft picks early on for wide receivers and weapons for me. And, of course, last year they get Christian Watson, who turned out to be really good. And now they got Jaden Reed now that uh, Aaron Rodgers is gone. So more wide receiver help for Jordan Love. John Michael Schmitz, a center out of uh, Minnesota, goes to the New York Giants. He will start day one. I told you earlier, the Giants had two number one needs, right? They needed a corner and they needed some offensive line help. They got it. They had their, their first two picks right there. And they are all set with Schmitz at center. Luke Schoonmaker, tight end out of Michigan, goes to the Dallas Cowboys. He's the kind of guy, look, he's 6'5", and a lot. you watch him on film a little bit, he creates late separation because he's so long, he can reach out and, and be a late target for Dak Prescott. So he'll be a very helpful there with the Cowboys offense. I think he plays right away and makes an impact. DJ Turner, a corner out of Michigan. He goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. This guy's fast, okay? And people say, all right, are you fast, but can you play? Are you sound technically? Yes, he is well coached, technically sound at corner, should have an immediate impact with the Bengals. And here's the fun part. He was the fastest guy at the combine. He ran a 4-2-6-40. I mean, that's blazing fast, blazing fast. Brenton Strange out of Penn State, the tight end. He's going to the Jaguars. So keep in mind, the Jaguars already have Evan Ingram. In fact, Ingram was tagged, and then they agreed on a, a late uh, three-year uh, extension just a couple of days ago. And he's more of the receiver tight end so strange is going to go in there and be the blocking tight end good situation good offense trevor lawrence and company i think the jaguars are a team on the rise he'll fit in and do very well there and juice scruggs was the last player taken in the second round from the big 10 the center out of penn state he goes to the houston texans and uh, pretty good uh, at run blocking and pass blocking he'll play either guard or center so uh, he will fit in very nicely there. So those are the more high-profile guys we have in the Big Ten going in the first two rounds of the NFL. We are going to look at some sleeper picks, some guys that were drafted later. Maybe they fell. Maybe the rest of the country really hasn't heard of them much. I think there are some surprise players there that are going to catch a lot of people's attention that were drafted later. And then we'll cap it off with my prediction who I think will be the NFL Rookie of the Year, and I'll let you know if that is going to be a former Big Ten player or not. So all of that is coming up as we continue on Locked On Big Ten.
I want to tell you about LinkedIn. You know, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. And you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available because you want to be 100% certain you're hiring the right person. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. I don't know if you've ever been in a position to, uh, to hire somebody. I have. And if you're listening to me right now, maybe this is your problem. You got to hire some people. The hard thing when people leave and you got to replace them now, maybe other people have to double up and you've got this stress in the office. You got to get people, you got to get them fast, but you, you want to make sure you hire the right person. And that's where LinkedIn jobs can help you. And it's very easy to create a job post and you just add, um, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame for your LinkedIn profile to spread the word to everybody out there that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and eventually hire. It's very easy to do, and it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. March madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the locked on college basketball podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, here on Lockdown Big Ten, we spent a lot of time on the first rounds, first two rounds of the NFL draft guys from the Big Ten that maybe, you know, everybody's heard of. Some other guys fell that were really good. They got drafted later for whatever reason, and I'm going to tell you which ones I think will still be impactful players with their teams as we're starting NFL training camps across the country, and then we'll cap it off, and I'll tell you who I think will get the NFL Rookie of the Year and whether that's a Big Ten person. All right. Jake Moody out of Michigan, the kicker, goes in the third round of the 49ers. Robbie Gold is 41 years old. They decided uh, to both go their separate ways. It is very rare that an NFL team will spend a third-round pick on a kicker. Jake Moody might be the one guy that's worth it. He's about as accurate as any kicker there is. He owns every Michigan kicking record, and he's made big kicks and made the 59-yarder against TCU in the postseason. This is a guy that's going to have a really long career as a kicker for the NFL. Again, a third-round pick for a kicker. It really doesn't happen. It doesn't make sense usually. But, you know, the 49ers lineup is pretty good. They, they had two questions, the 49ers, that they needed to fill. Uh, quarterback because of the uh, injury situation, but they're loaded everywhere else, and they needed a kicker, so they got a kicker. Another player I think you should watch eventually is Charlie Jones, wide receiver out of Purdue. Very solid player. Goes in the fourth round of the Bengals. But the only prob problem is, for you Charlie Jones fans or Purdue fans, and he, and he runs great routes, he's on a team that is loaded 
with Pro Bowl receivers. They got T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase. I don't know if there's enough footballs for all these wide receivers. So it might be a minute before Charlie Jones really gets to see any significant playing time, but he's a pretty good football player. Another one to watch, and I think this might be a steal, and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, but Sean Clifford, the quarterback of Penn State, goes in the fifth round of the Green Bay Packers. You all are familiar ad nauseum to the Green Bay Packers quarterback situation with Aaron Rodgers gone and Jordan Love is there. Just pose this question for you. What if Jordan Love isn't any good? What if he struggles? What if he just isn't what they expected? You know, they, they're used to, you know, the Brett Favre transition to Aaron Rodgers, and they think Jordan Love can be smooth sailing, right? There's no guarantee. That doesn't happen for teams all the time. So if he comes up short, I would not hesitate one minute to give Sean Clifford a chance to play. Four-year starter, 10,000 yards throwing. He's a leader. He can extend plays. And I actually think the Packers got themselves a steal and some nice security at quarterback in the fifth round with Sean Clifford. Now, here's another one. Here's one that put a big old star by his name. Chase Brown, the running back out of Illinois. He went in the fifth round to the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think it's a pretty, pretty good steal. And we all know what's going on with running backs now. They're not getting paid. And Joe Mixon is still there, but Joe Mixon has had some off the field issues. I think they're getting a little tired of, and they asked him to take a pay cut in order to stay. He agreed to it by the way. So I think Joe Mixon is still a pretty good running back. I think he's on the downslide of his career there or his stay in Cincinnati. I'd be surprised if he was still there a year or two from now and Chase Brown will be there. Nobody realized that Chase Brown rushed for 1,600 yards last year, and nobody talked about it. He got buried in the headlines. Other guys were getting attention, and uh, 1,600 yards is, uh, is a big deal. In fact, he had 223 yards in that nine-overtime game against Penn State. So Illinois running back Chase Brown, I think, would be the best steal of the entire NFL draft, and maybe Sean Clifford, too. A uh, good example there. So – those are the ones I'm looking at that I think you should be looking at as well. Heck, this might be some good uh, picks for your fantasy football team, which we won't get into right now. So some predictions on who I think is going to be in the final running here for rookie of the year. Look, it was a guy I started out talking about. I think C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State with the Houston Texans has the best chance out of all the Big Ten alumni that are now in the NFL he has the best chance to be rookie of the year. And again, some of his strongest competition will be his own teammate, like Will Anderson, the edge rusher out of Alabama. I think Bryce Young, the quarterback out of Alabama, that's going to the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, Anthony Richardson, people talk about him. I think in the long run, he will dazzle people and be amazing and have a great career. But he hasn't played enough games. He basically played one season of college football. Now he's in the NFL Usually that doesn't mean for a great rookie year. So I don't know that he will win, but I think in the, in the long run, it'll be very good. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, Alabama running back at Detroit, I think is going to be um, very good and get a lot of attention. And Jordan Addison, the Southern Cal wide receiver, uh, going to Minnesota alongside Jordan Jefferson, that's going to open some things up. But And I know those are all non-Big Ten, but I think that's those are the biggest um, players that will – give competition to C.J. Stroud for Rookie of the Year. But uh, out of all the Big Ten players, I think C.J. Stroud is set up to possibly be have the best chance of being the NFL Rookie of the Year and a proud 
Big Ten alumni. What uh, what do you think? Hit me up on Twitter at Talk Big Ten. Hit me on the comments down below here on YouTube. Would love to hear from you. And I also want to thank you for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen each and every day. And uh, every day, our next show is going to take a look at Big Ten freshmen. We're getting ready to start the season. We're all very excited. Big Ten freshmen who will make an early impact on their schools. Not going to redshirt. Not going to be buried on the depth chart. These are guys that are going to step in and play. We're going to look at them during our next podcast. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe. Many of We're growing in subscriptions every day. Thank you. Uh, go ahead and click it down below. It's free. Just click it. Uh, you'll be helping me out. If you already have subscribed, think about a friend, maybe a Big Ten alum, family member that loves Big Ten. Uh, hit the share arrow and share this podcast with them. I would really appreciate that. Let's continue to make this thing grow leaps and bounds. It's really growing fast here on Lockdown Big Ten, and I'm very appreciative of all that. So share, follow, like Lockdown Big Ten. Coming up next, our weekly feature, it is – the Big Ten Network's Big Ten Classics. Some really good stuff to watch if you want to stay cool and stay inside away from the heat and watch some great Big Ten stuff and go down memory lane. That's all coming up on Locked On Big Ten. All right, on Locked On Big Ten, here we're going to take a look at the Big Ten Network's Big Ten Classics coming up. We do this, if you're listening on the audio-only podcast, we put these graphics up here so that everybody can see and uh, for those of you that can't see it, I will describe it in detail. We usually start with, a, we do the Friday, Saturday, Sunday combo on the Big Ten Network's Big Ten Classics. Start up Friday on July 21st. And these are Eastern times, by the way. So let me put them on the screen. A lot of Maryland, a lot of Nebraska, and a lot of Iowa this weekend. If these are your teams, make sure you uh, lock in and watch some of this. It'll be fun. Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern is a Maryland football classic, 2018 Illinois versus Maryland. This is the one where Javon Leak had a 97-yard kickoff return and rushed for three touchdowns in that game. Uh, 10 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern, Maryland Basketball Classic, 2017. Michigan State and Maryland, where Melo Trimble hit that game-winning three-pointer with just 1.1 seconds to go, if you remember that. And at 11 p.m. on Friday night, Big Ten Elite, 2002 Maryland versus Indiana Basketball, and it's a behind-the-scenes look Leading up to the national championship, remember Maryland was not in the Big Ten at the time, but they uh, took on um, Indiana. They were out of the ACC, Indiana, obviously the Big Ten, and now Maryland, they're both in the Big Ten. But anyway, you go back behind the scenes, 2002. I was at that game, by the way, in Atlanta. I remember that. So you can see all the behind-the-scenes stuff there. Saturday, July 22nd, Nebraska football classic from 1994. It is Colorado versus Nebraska. Brooke Berenger, 142 yards passing, a touchdown, and he led uh, the third-ranked Huskers to victory there. And at 3.30, another Nebraska football classic from 2001 against Notre Dame. Deron Dietrich rushed for over 100 yards and two touchdowns to lead the fifth-ranked Huskers to victory there. And on Sunday, a lot of Iowa. 4 p.m. Eastern time, Iowa basketball classic from 2023. The Iowa women beating the Indiana Hoosiers. Remember, Caitlin Clark, game-winning three at the buzzer to lift the number six-ranked Iowa Hawkeyes to victory there. They were on a roll at that point, right into the NCAA tournament and the Final Four, because at 5 o'clock, 
Another Iowa basketball classic, the Iowa women versus South Carolina in the final four. Caitlin Clark, another big game, 41 points as the number two seed Lady Hawkeyes won that game 77 to 73. And then at 9 p.m., Iowa football classic on tap from 2000, Iowa versus Penn State. That's the one where Ryan Hansen's game-winning interception in the end zone seals the win. It's all on the Big Ten. Like I said, stay cool. We're all having a heat wave. Stay inside and watch some great Big Ten memories on the Big Ten network. All right, so that's it. And um, again, I want to thank everybody for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen each and every day. You everydayers out there, I really appreciate you. Our next show, we'll take an early look at Big Ten freshmen and who will make an early impact with their schools, maybe your favorite school. In the meantime, there are many ways for you to reach out to me at Twitter, at Talk Big Ten, and comments here on the bottom of the YouTube page. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Now I invite you to check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast for the latest on everything going on in sports. In the meantime, thank you for watching and listening again today. Have yourself a great day. I'm Craig Schreeman for Lockdown Big Ten.